Hey everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. It's your host, Sam, back with another video to talk about life, talk about permission, all that good stuff. Um, I want to kind of do some housekeeping as as I always do. Um, don't forget to check out everythinginme.com. That's where you'll find my first workshop um, this year on healing, the part one. I am going to be recording part two today. You guys are getting this on a Friday and I'm actually recording on a Thursday. So by now it should be up so you guys can get um, up to date with the workshop. Thank you all for listening, for all of you who have been rocking with me for the past two years now. And I'm super excited. If this is your first time checking me out, thank you so much for listening. If you find anything valuable, please feel free to share it to your friends, family, whomever. And don't forget to rate and let me know what you think about this podcast. You can find out more information about me and what I'm up to and everything in me in general at everything in me IG on Instagram and everything in me FB on Facebook. So let's talk about permission and the idea behind permission and what I mean by that. Permission to me is the um, choice to allow ourselves to be ourselves, whether it be in a situation that is uncomfortable or triggering or in a moment where we forget or we drift or we feel as though other things are more of a priority. So more specifically, um, relating it to my own experience, Recently, I've been kind of feeling confounded by the different things that I'm responsible for. So whether it be, you know, participating in my partnership, being there for myself, being there for work, all of those things, you know, co-parenting, I feel as though those have taken a priority over my own wants and desires. And the challenge with that is then you create a setback where your yourself as a priority is no longer existent and you're just coexisting or existing for the other things that you're responsible for which you know lends itself to the criticism for instance if people are like well she's a mom why is she getting her nails done she could be taking care of her child or um why is she you know out with her friends if she could be with her child or her spouse or whomever why is she taking a vacation when she could be working um, so there's a lot of, you know, judgment that is placed around doing things that is authentically you and our fears and hesitations and what that, you know, if it does, or if it doesn't conform with society and its views of you is also important. It's also relevant to put on the table. I think when we talk about permission, we struggle with it mostly because there isn't a real key time that people, um, have been able to perform or do the things that they genuinely want to do without feeling guilty or feeling as though they are um, ruining or, you know, not where they're supposed to be and not doing what they're supposed to be doing. And so the idea behind having permission or, you know, about looking for permission is that this this external source gives me the a okay, the thumbs up, the um, you know, if in case things goes awry, you you know, because you were the one who authorized, you know, the responsibility shifts from ourselves. Now, the tricky part with that is then we put ourselves in a corner, a really tight space where we are finding and looking for windows and opportunities, and nine times out of ten, they don't exist. <laughs> Let me tell you how these moments in life don't exist where there's permission for you to, you know, you know, BS for a couple hours or take the long way home. There isn't many opportunities in which they exist. 
But when you are conforming or when you're finding yourself that you are conforming, it is your responsibility to remind yourself, you know, what sort of things um, need to be intertwined in your life to make it for fulf- more fulfilling. For, ex- for example, you know, when it comes to taking some time off or, you know, having a date night or, you know, having an experience that you really, really want, you know, the idea is that we like to savor the moment. So we like to save time, save our resources, our energy for this one moment where I get to let free and be free. When we, in all actuality, could do those things within a two or three hour span, you know, throughout the week. But the idea is that oh, I'm going to hold tight. I'm going to sacrifice. I'm going to keep my head high. I'm going to keep chucking through because at the end of the week, I get to relax. Why not just a, a hump day, you know, relaxation where there's two or three hours you kind of take for yourself? Why does it have to be only on the weekend? It's this idea that we have to be scarce with that play, you know, aspect of life in order to allow ourselves the full fulfillment of, you know, 24 hours or more of fun and, you know, relaxation, but we could easily, or we should easily find a way to integrate that and sprinkle that into our lives throughout the week or throughout the month or throughout the year. Now I am guilty of this. I recently have been going through this, this notion that I need to look for, for permission or find a open door in order to open it when there's a lot of unlocked doors around me, they just are closed because I've closed them or I haven't thought to open them. And so it requires me to seek the opportunity in each moment and say, okay, I'm going to seize the day. You know, I'm purposely going to rearrange some things so that way I can open this door and enjoy myself and give myself that, that pick me up or that space or that attention that I need. Same thing even goes with making certain decisions. A lot of times when it comes to a personal endeavor or your your unique, your unique legend, um, you know, it's a divine, divine experience to have the relationship with God, you know, to say, this is what my calling is, or this is what my next chapter looks like. And to then say, I know what it looks like, but I'm going to stop because I'm going to wait to see if anything changes. (laughs) No, no, lean into that, lean into that feeling, lean into, lean into that moment, trust that moment, trust that decision, trust that new outlook, trust that new opportunity. It's not always going to be written in stone, but if it signals to you, if it talks to you, if it resonates with you, don't fear that moment. Don't fear that experience. I think a lot of us have also lost touch and we do lose touch from time to time of our inner voices and our inner guidance and our inner thoughts. And that's a part of our guiding light. That's a part of the intuition that we all hold, that we all have. And so we have to be responsible for making sure that these things come together, making sure that these things matter. And these things are front and center, regardless of what may be going on around us, because these are the guiding lights. These are the parts of us that no one else can ever sense or feel. And we are responsible for to make sure that we are our we are we are our authentic selves. Now, I definitely again struggle with this from time to time because certain things seem like they're more obli- you're more obligated to do, um, whether it be work or parenting or relationship. And the idea of choosing yourself or the idea of removing yourself or um, only going with what you look or feel or think you want to do 
or breaking up your norm. That's a big thing for me. The idea that on the weekday, why would I go out way out of my way to go and enjoy an evening? Like what, what would be the point behind that? But it's those of adventures that you have throughout the week or throughout your life that hold the most weight in when you reflect and you look back and see those moments of you enjoying the neighborhood or you being able to go out and explore a little bit more or you spending time with someone that you haven't seen in a long time you know all of those moments are the highlights they become the reels that you you search back for your memory remembers you know those are the experiences in which you really really you know enjoy but they don't they're not created if you stay stagnant if you continue this schedule now a lot of times there are things that are contradicting behind this. So get on a schedule, have a routine, be disciplined, stick to what you know. Um, it goes against the idea of just saying, you know what, today I don't feel like sticking to the routine. Today I feel like sticking to whatever it is my heart desires in order to make me happy, in order to say to myself, I hear you, you matter, and what you want, you're going to get it. And so it requires you to just go with the wind for a second and come on back. Now that's a lot of discipline to be able to say, excuse me, I'm going to give myself this time to figure it out. I'm going to give myself this time to ref, you know, refuel my cup. You know, for me personally, I've definitely felt like more recently, and especially when you have a, a, a peak, you know, time when a lot of things are happening at one time or um, all together, you feel exhausted. You feel exaggerated. Like there's so many things that are going on that are out of my control that I can't you know, navigate on my own and I don't have enough time. I don't have enough energy. I don't have enough space. It's a signal that your cup is not full and it requires you to scrap everything and save yourself. Now, that's why I say sometimes we're waiting for that exhale, you know, after we've been holding our breath for so long that when we get to that place, we may not even have that you know, that energy to even do that. So that's why it's important to sprinkle those moments throughout your day, get creative, think differently, you know, um, as far as what you can get yourself into, what you can, you know, have yourself enjoy. These things really range. It could be something as simple as watching a movie or catching up on your show, or it can be something as like taking the long way, or instead of, you know, going ahead and and just watching a movie, you're going for a walk in your neighborhood to see what's changed, what's different on the weekends, not looking at it as like a (sighs) exhale kind of thing. Looking at it as a prep, like what can I explore? What can I get myself into that is creative, that is different, that is an outlook for me, something that I'm interested in? What maybe go and see a dance studio and how much it costs in order to participate at some point. So finding ways to sprinkle in the things that matter to you, the things that fill your cup up, the things that you know align yourself. But the biggest, the biggest emphasis of this episode that I hope everyone receives is the idea of permission. That permission or that signal in your head that says, it's okay, it's okay to change it up, it's okay to change your mind, it's okay to change how you feel, it's okay to change your values, it's okay to do something out of the ordinary that is in good nature and in good standing, it's okay that not everybody knows or has voiced their opinion, it's okay that not everybody understands it or gets it or likes it. Um, it's okay that, you know, it's different and it's unexpected for you. 
It's okay that it is unconventional. It's not, you know, quote unquote, age appropriate. Um, you know, there's so many things that we fear judgment or failure or uncomfortability about when the whole point behind doing it in the first place is to be more raw and authentic and closer to ourselves. And so finding ourselves leaning into leaning into what exactly matters to us and what exactly matters to where we want to be is the highlight, is the whole point. But we get in the way of ourselves because the norm or the expectations that we have for ourselves or the the things that we kind of push down and say, you know, I could never do that again. I could never do that period because I'm too old or I don't have enough experience or it doesn't really make sense anymore right now. Those are things that are calling out for you to pay attention to and to say, give it a try. There's never anything wrong with trying to wholeheartedly you know, refill your cup and be able to put yourself in a place where you probably would have never been had you had not done this, this different or made this decision. Um, but it takes time and it definitely takes a lot of courage. People who are authentic, authentically themselves. I mean, there's some people that you can just tell by their energy. They don't fit the mold. They don't fit um, the expectation of their time, their gender, their age, all of those sort of things. Those are the individuals who are externally showing you what it looks like to be authentically you. And that's the best feeling in the world. The gem that they carry is bright, very, very bright. And the peace of mind that they have is also, you know, very bright. But the reality is there's a lot of responsibility to remind yourself and to love on yourself and to um, show yourself exactly who you are, what you are and where you want to be. The concept behind permission is really saying to ourselves with the flexibility, the freedom that we genuinely have in this world, and especially in the U.S., I know a lot of other countries would definitely be able to attest to this, but um, we're basically using you know, other people's judgment of our, our decisions, our own insecurities, our own fears, um, society norms, all of those sort of things to box ourselves in. So to really <clears throat> put ourselves in a place where we can't um, or feel as though we can't make moves or do things that are quote unquote unconventional, but they may be genuine to us. They may be authentic to us, but to others or to, you know, those who created or made popular the things that are considered to be acceptable and okay, et cetera, et cetera. It definitely feels like a riff on, you know, rebellion and independence and all of those sort of things. And sometimes, you know, being independent and being on our own is the most scariest part of life. The idea that in innately within us, there's a whole different heartbeat. There's a different drum that we go by but because of the circumstance in which we were raised or the circumstance in which we believe, we have a really hard time identifying how to break out of that mold, look at that mold differently. Um, I know for me personally, the concept behind allowing myself to be in a platform and speak my truth or what I feel to believe or giving my my advice or you know take on certain things, I've, I had to work myself up into that place where I felt like I, I had permission. And it's very funny to say now two years in, but there's a lot of times in which, you know, second guessing ourselves or questioning who we are, what we're trying to bring to the table or what points are we trying to prove? Like, what's the point of what we're doing? 
how are we trying to diversify exactly what we're doing or what does it really matter? Is it really weighted? And I think there's a decision you have to look at yourself on. How does that, you know, lack of decision or um, that current, you know, frame and mindset of your life, you know, reflect what what actually hap- what's actually happening? Is it making you angry? Is it making you frustrated? Is it feeling like you're boxed in? I know for me personally, especially this week, I definitely felt like the obligations in which I'm responsible for felt so much greater than my own inner peace and own inner curiosity and just well-being, which required me to take a step back and really identify, okay, what is the point behind all of this? Why do I feel like self-care or things that are, you know, unconventional are not as important or a priority as things that were given to me in the corporate world or things that I'm responsible for? Why does it feel like these things are screaming louder and are more prominent? Now, the reality is in addressing and assessing your life, it's really up to you what you what you deem to be important and what you feel is an emergency you know, it's about perspective. Life is about perspective. So if you feel as though, you know, quote unquote, like me taking two days off to regroup because Monday hit me really hard, um, you know, that's something that you you have to sit down and make that decision. For a person like me who primarily works from home to go in the office and it be nonstop and have so many uh, just like flashbacks to burnout sessions and steps in my life that I wasn't really happy with because I don't know how I operated to going into a more simple pace where I'm getting stuff done, but I am in, you know, engulfing self-care. I am making sure that I'm listening to myself, my body, taking care of myself. You know, it's, it's very hard, especially for those of us who have gone back to work physically or are in a fast paced environment. And, you know, being that I'm primarily an introvert, more so now with COVID than anything else, um, it definitely, definitely hinders on a lot of triggers and traumas. And you really have to be careful because there is a societal thing that says or screams or feel as though, you know what, to produce is to perform, is to be self-sustainable, is to be independent, is to be productive. And the reality is to love on yourself, to prioritize yourself and your needs and make the best judgment of the things that are you're responsible for or are your responsibility is the best choice. You know, identifying, listen, you know, more conventionally, we would handle this project, but I think in all actuality, based off of what you're, what we're really capable of doing, it is going to require that we do something a little bit different. So it's definitely interesting to see how permission kind of is this really quiet piece that plays on in the background of life and, you know, the okay or the encouragement or the support, you know, as much as we can be our own cheerleaders and our own advocates, even with other people, you know, pushing us in that direction, the reality is that decision sits with us. That is our choice. That is something that we have to identify that we find worthy or valuable. And if we don't, it's not going to happen. Point blank period. If the things that are, you know, making us more fearful than the actual outcome or the completion of whatever it is we're in, you know, we're seeking is is greater, 
the reality is the peace that we we seek or the opportunity that we seek or the moment that we get to become closer with ourselves that we seek, you know, it, it's, it dims, that light dims. And that's when we feel more estranged from ourselves and more out of place and not necessarily aligned with who we want to be and doing what we want to do. And so we have to be very, very, very careful not to put ourselves in a place where we're essentially sabotaging ourselves. You know, that's definitely something that I have been victim of where I've totally sabotaged myself because of fear of, you know, someone else's outlook. And what I'm finding is I have this switch that happened whenever I'm in an environment in which I don't, you know, have as much responsibility or expected responsibility, such as vacation, um, it's like this freedom and this carefreeness that that takes over me. But as soon as I get back in the element in which, you know, I'm either or have been more in control of or, you know, um, you know, like um, affiliated with or home, <laughs> you know, home or work, I find that it's it's a real struggle for me to find the beauty in things. It's a real struggle for me to get excited about things and be able to embrace, you know, the day because I feel this overwhelming sense of all these to-dos or all these responsibilities and all these things I'm, you know, um in in charge of. But once again, the things that matter usually are taken care of, our health, our well-being, um, our love, you know, bucket, all of those sort of things are usually taken care of. But the reality is we create all of the, the busyness and the fussiness and the, and the chaos and really, and truly the, the unpredictableness in some senses, because we choose to, you know, worry about things that are struggling or stressful or unpredictable or crazy in itself. And we really have to dial back and figure out what are some of the things that matter? What are some of the things that make sense? What are some of the things that really, really, really are the core of what makes us tick or the the pieces that we want to see more of and mimic those things. And permission is something that over time, you're basically saying yes to yourself. You're basically saying yes to the version of you that you enjoy or you love or you're in search of, or that you want to bring out of you even more. And it's, it's a very tricky, challenging place to be in when you are basically set up with all that responsibility alongside your normal day to day. And like I've said, and I like I've also learned with behavior and decision-making, it's not about the overall like, okay, I'm going to make a complete switch. I'm going to be a whole different person. It's more about those minute changes that you do over time that yield when you look back that overall sense that I got this covered. I am taking this serious. I am taking myself serious. And I really want to showcase that. I really want to put that forward. And that's the that's a piece of it all that you have to really lean in and hone on to because that's a piece that really, really represents what the whole point of all of this, you know, kind of shakeup is actually happening for. Knowing that we have the decision, we have the freedom and the flexibility to take the long route, to do things differently, to, you know, have a different opinion, change our minds on things, you know, question our values, question where they came from. Do they attach to us as a person or, you know, are they just something that we kind of adopted because everyone else was doing it, you know, or where you grew up, it made sense. And so that's a, that's something that can be really tricky, like I said, to navigate, but it's definitely something really important to explore so you can be able to have a more like open aligned life, you know, and 
let's be honest, it's never perfect. It's never a hundred percent. It's never, you know, always happy and sunshine and flowers all the time. But the reality is we definitely want to make it worthwhile. And as I've just kind of learned through life and, you know, listening to other people's lives and working with people in their lives that no one wants to go to their deathbed feeling like they never lived. They never allowed themselves to live. They always found a way or made an excuse or held themselves back or, uh, you know, validated someone else's, you know, thought process instead of actually saying, you know what? I deserve these moments. I deserve this feeling. I deserve what is coming to me. And I'm going to do whatever it takes in order to engulf myself in that. And the reality is, even like now, where today I'm doing this part two on a Friday because I didn't like my part two on yesterday. And I still have work to do. I still have things that I need to get done, but I had to give myself permission to show up for myself in the day. Because like I said, you're servicing, you're always doing stuff for others and you're not really honing in to the things that matter to you or give life to you or are into your cup. And then you find yourself exasperated because you've just gone on this roller coaster of all these different things and you have nothing for yourself. And sometimes we're giving from we're borrowing and giving to people the things that we don't even have ourselves. So give yourself permission, the permission, the authorization, the acknowledgement, the opportunity to lean into whatever it is you feel, not waiting for a special occasion or someone to ask you or a good moment. Make it a priority, make it a moment, make it a memory in which you want to have happen so that way you can have the outcome that you're in search of. And also because you deserve the experience. I don't think that people value themselves enough or know their worth enough to be able to say, I'm worthy of great times, great moments, even if that means that it's unconventional, it's on a Tuesday instead of a Friday. I deserve to have a quote unquote weekend and take off two days during the week in order to you know, make up for the weekend I didn't get to have. You get to design and get to do those things. I know for me personally, I'm big on taking time off and having my mental health days and just having my moments, You know, going to the park and switching things up, listening to my audio book there, being with nature. I've said before how the benefits of nature and outdoors and what it does to our brain, it literally reprograms us to um, a more simplistic state. And so whenever you're feeling anxious or anxiety or frustration, it's a really great place to you know, connect with and find some space to, to, you know, some space with to be able to just simple, you know, simple your mind, calm yourself down, put yourself in a place where you can really, really sort out certain things. Because like I said, all the time I have these moments where I'm like, I need to be back by water. I need to be in a space where I feel, you know, connected and nature's always number one. And I never understood why, but after learning about, um, the three-day effect and just how, you know, choosing to be outdoors and what that did for the brain and how important that was for the brain, it really enlightened things for me. And sometimes a permission is also about clarity and being able to be clear enough to be able to identify, okay, what's the best space for me to, to get that information. And even if it's for five or 10 minutes, it doesn't matter. But again, these are minor decisions. These are small decisions that lean towards better, bigger impact. And it's really something that starts with you. You know, spending 20 minutes on Instagram or spending 20 minutes outside, the the benefits are really, really 
left and right, especially when it comes to, you know, being demanded or feel like you're being demanded in so many different directions. It's really, really important to recognize the value and the importance behind, you know, not only taking care of yourself, but listening to the things that make you tick, the things that you're interested in, the things that are of value to you, the things that you're curious about, the things that you're fighting for, the things that, um, you know, make a difference in your life, recreating moments that give you such good memories, all of those sort of things. It's just pouring into your cup, pouring love, pouring, you know, acknowledgement, acknowledging that your needs are important, you know, stating that your needs are important, being able to be vocal about those moments in life in which you need a minute, you need a second, you need some time, all of those sort of things and not waiting until it's almost like you're pushed against the wall because you have no choice but to, you know, focus and put your head down when you're not in the state of mind to be able to do so. So it's definitely a process. It's definitely uncomfortable most of the time. But once you get the reward of giving yourself the permission and giving yourself the space and not tying yourself to your obligations, it's definitely so so worth it to be able to have that completion and that peace and that acknowledgement of that voice within you that says, listen, I just, I'm, I'm screaming here. I'm begging. I'm yearning, I'm wishing, I'm wanting. And you can finally answer that, you know, finally answer that voice and put that that voice first. So you'll be able to, you know, see the clarity and have the space and the time necessary in order to get to the place that you want to be in life and be the person that you want to be in life. Thank you all for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. I definitely, definitely appreciate it and look forward to chatting with you guys in my next episode next Friday.